Hey, this is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. This is the week of Shavuot in Hebrew or Pentecost in New Testament English or in just ordinary English, the Feast of Weeks in the Bible, Old Testament Feast of Weeks, but we'll see how it became uh, Pentecost or known to be Pentecost. So I want to teach tonight, uh, when I say teach, it goes a little deep, so I issue a warrant of arrest for your attention tonight. Uh, Is that all right? So you need to give me your attention for the next 20 or 25 minutes, uh, if not shorter, if if you're a sharp class. All right. Now, Leviticus chapter number 23 verse 15 is where I want to start. Leviticus 23 15. The Bible says, From the day after the Sabbath, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, count of seven full weeks. Somebody say seven. The the Hebrews love, uh, in, in Bible, love three numbers, I would think. And uh, the numbers are three, three, seven, and ten. Three, seven, and ten. I'm not giving you lotto numbers, but uh, it sounds like it. Three, seven, and ten. But seven in the main because I think in the beginning, God took seven days to round up the earth. All right? And so six in the making and one was for him to rest. And the word seven or the number seven represents completion, completion, all right? So it took seven days to make one week. Then we'll find out here. It says count of seven full weeks. If you're good in maths, that will be 49, all right? Then he says count of 50 days. That means on the 50th day. Count of 50 days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath. And then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. Uh, Not receiving an offering, but I want you to understand that the heart of God can always be moved by an offering. It's what you give to God uh, that that moves his heart. And so David said, we bring a sacrifice of praise unto the into the house of the Lord. So that's, that's very important to bring a sacrifice of praise like you were doing just now and, and you could feel the intensity of it. I'm so glad that I started to teach on the series because you can also feel the intensity of, of, of the Spirit of God because you are now carrying that into the house of God. All right? Now, we can uh, go through the festivals. There's, there's a number of festivals in the Old Testament. Uh, and the, the, the festival of weeks, which we are right into right now. So you have the Feast of Weeks in English. Uh, but in Hebrew, as I said, it's Shavuot. The word Shavuot means weeks. Because the festival of Shavuot is the end of seven weeks. Now, when do you start counting? You start counting from Passover. So from Passover, you remember we celebrated Passover? Uh, and then the, when, when Christ is, is crucified, it's got nothing to do with that, 
Passover, because now I'm going into New Testament, but Old Testament Passover from that days, from, from, from that time, you count 49 and on the 50th day will be Pentecost. That's why after we find uh, the Good Friday of the, of the lamb being sacrificed, we count from then and we reach 50 on Pentecost. 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, and then from there 10. All right, so that, that weekend is very, very uh, pivotal. So the resurrection morning, uh, that, that's the first day after the, the Sabbath. All right. Now, on Passover, the people of Israel, and let's, 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 let's just look at Passover. What happened in Passover? Passover is not to deal with the cross that, that coincided with, the, with, with, the, with Passover. Passover, the, the people were in slavery. So God will say to the people, I'm going to take you out of this land of slavery and I'm going to take you into the promised land. For you to be taken out, you need to kill the lamb or sacrifice the lamb and take the blood of the lamb, put it on the doorpost so that when the angels see that, you will not be affected, but you will come out from under the blood. And so that's the Passover. God is going to take them out from a land that they are under slave masters. Say that with me, slave masters. They are under slavery. And he's going to take them across the, the river, the Red Sea, the Red Sea, and he's going to take them into the, the promised land. Now, When, when he takes them out of this land and he brings them into the, into the wilderness, they have to celebrate seven weeks after the, the Passover. And on the, on the seventh week, now we call that, they, they got to count the, omer, the omers or at the Feast of uh, Shavuot, let me, let me say it this way. On the first day of the, the Passover, they celebrate with a crop called the barley crop. So they, they, the ripening of the barley, they bring that out as the first fruit and they give it to God. That's the, the barley crop. Then they count seven weeks there's a new crop coming and that's the wheat crop so at the end of that seven weeks they count the omer it's called counting of the omer and they come and wave the, the, the wheat before God that's the, the wheat crop so at Passover you get the barley crop and at the beginning of this feast of weeks you get the wheat crop it's going to tie in just now. I'm trying to. Remember Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground, it stands alone. 
But if it dies, it will produce much. Jesus was talking about himself after that. And uh, he's trying to point to this wheat. Uh, can you see how it, it, it all ties up now? So the day after that Sabbath, they would bring the, the, bar, the, the barley loaves or the barley. And the first fruit of that barley crop was Christ. He would stay with them and then he would say to them, uh, there's coming after this week's, there's this grain that's going to be, that's the grain festival. And he's giving them an idea and he says, unless the crop, unless the wheat dies. So he's pointing to the wheat festival. I think some of you are catching it now, all right? Now, there are parallels. There's this, in the Old Testament, you're moving from feast to feast. From the feast of Passover to the feast of weeks. Passover is the slain of the lamb. It's the exodus of, of people from slavery. You know that. The seventh day after Passover, according to tradition, reminds them in the, in the first week after that Passover, after they came out of slavery, that first week, what did they do? They crossed over the Red Sea. Remember Moses takes them and they, they can't go through, but Moses holds out the rod and they go through, they go through water. They go through what? Water. And they come out on the other side with on, on Passover. In the seven weeks that they are waiting, in the seventh week, that's this week here after Passover and you know after Ascension, but in the seventh week, Moses is told by God to come up to the mountain of Sinai. And he walks up the mountain and he's going to meet with God. And God is going to speak to Moses and you know that he's been given the law. Moses comes down with tablets. Apple thinks that they were the first to make. But Moses came down with the tablet first. And he comes down with God's instruction from that mountain. But the people were so afraid. It says, when, when Moses is up out there, when the people saw the thunder and lightning, and they heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke. Somebody smoke. Say smoke. They were, they were trembling with fire. Now, in this, in this experience, God never intended to make them scared. He brought them out from the land of slavery where they were under taskmasters. Israel did not have a thinking mind. When they were under slavery, they were told how to operate. So they had a task master. When they came out, they, were, they needed instruction to live. They didn't know how to live by themselves. So God saw their struggle 
And he said, I'm going to give you guidelines of how to live. So he calls Moses up. Now if God comes down, God the Father comes down from heaven, the earth will start to burn. So he comes down to that mountain top and that whole mountain catches on fire. Somebody say fire. It's, it's one of the rare occasions that God comes down to talk to his servant. And you see that that mountain catches on fire. It's around this week. So God comes down and the mountain starts to smoke. It starts to burn. The mountain starts to burn. The people down start to tremble. And there's a sound. It says, and they saw thunder and lightning. They heard a trumpet and they saw the mountain in smoke. And they trembled with fear because there was a voice. There was a voice in this week. And God is instructing Moses. I, I'm, I'm thinking that the roar of God. And Moses, tell the people. I can imagine they must be sounded like Amitabh Bachchan in a Hindi movie. Uh, but Moses, you know, his sound must have been, there was a sound. And the people down there on the earth, they trembled and they feared. And, and, and the, the scripture, you, you'll find that so much so that there was so much of drama, 3,000 men were killed. On this first experience. It's amazing that 3,000 people died on that week of Shavuot. And then when we're going to see the Holy Spirit come in the upper room and 3,000 men get saved. God has a way of balancing things up. eh? God has a way of balancing the books. And so those 3,000 men, they, they, they die just by, by fear and trembling. Now, the, the law was given not to terrify these people. You need to see it that the law was given to help them and it was a guidance system to live. So, so it, was, it was given to them to help them in their, their, their lifestyle. The law was given. The law was given. At that time, God's voice presented the law at that time. We, we look at it as, as the law and when we teach grace and we, we, we think that the, the, the grace is opposite to the, the law. We see the law as, as, as a, I'm not, I'm not sure how to explain it, but you, you see law as, but the law was, was God's grace in that time. That they were coming out. They knew nothing. They had no guidance system. So they were given through God's grace. The law to help them transition through where they were coming out from. Uh, it was far better than task mastering. So God presents them with this. The law. He gives him the law. So. Change it a bit. Go, go back. I wanted to just catch that thought. On the first week, on the first, on the first feast of weeks, signs and wonders accompanied the giving of the law. And I want you to see this. 
this old scenario in the, in the Mount, Mount Sinai. Feast of Weeks became known as the anniversary of God's appearance on Mount Sinai. You need to see this in the Old Testament because it's happening in, this, in the same week that we are celebrating it now. This is the New Testament week. Okay, let, are you with me? Is it, is it hard? Okay, let's tie it up. Now, here's the Old Testament. Give me my, my two. There you go. Old Testament. So what would happen in the Old Testament? The Passover, it was the killing of the lamb. So that they can place the blood on the doorposts. In the New Testament, at that same time of Passover, it was killing of Christ on the cross. In the Old Testament, before the 49 days or 50 days could be counted, it was they were coming out of Egypt. They were coming out of Egypt, but in the, in, in the New Testament, we are coming out, we are no longer slaves to sin. So we are free from the mastery of sin. So we have forgiveness. In the Old Testament, they came through the Red Sea, in the New Testament, when we are going to receive Jesus Christ, we are going to come through water baptism. The symbolism of going through the Red Sea is to go through Christ and you are going to have water baptism. Once you get water baptism, the, the, this week, the week God meets Moses on Sinai in the New Testament, God pours out His Spirit in the upper room and it's called Pentecost. It's called Pentecost. So you, you see the picture now. You see the, the old and uh, now we see the new. Did the penny drop? Did the penny drop? Alright. So, as I come to, to the conclusion, <coughs> on that day, God will come and he'll appear and he will, and the, the signs of it will be fire, the sound, and all of that. I'm, I'm reserving the next part for this coming Sunday. Acts chapter 2 verse 8. And when Pentecost had fully come. The Bible will start off on Sunday and say, and when Pen it says, when Pentecost had fully come. So in this week, we are we, you got to understand there was the killing of the lamb, they were coming out, and they were they were parking in the wilderness, and they were getting instruction. Moses was getting the instruction, and the people were, were out there, they they had come through. So it's like the church. We've killed Christ. We've learned that Christ came and the, the disciples were discouraged. We've learned that he spent some time with them. And we've learned that he said, I'm going, but I will send to you the, the Holy Spirit. And on Sunday, we'll open the, the text and start from Acts chapter number 2, verse 8. When Pentecost, the day that the Spirit was poured out. But you'll have to see it. Maybe uh, you, you have to connect the dots. And there was a sound. 
you'll have to be in the old testament at this mount sinai to realize that that sound is this sound you'll have to understand that when the the fire comes to settle on the people that the 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 fire was was came and settled on the mountain and the people were afraid to receive give me acts uh, hebrews i don't have it in my notes but hebrews chapter number 12 can you can you find it for me quickly are you are you with me hebrews chapter 12 i think it's 18 you read with me 1 2 3 greg read be the chair i asked you to lead them but yeah. <laughs> if you if you if you lead in people and they're not following you you're walking in the park <laughs> just saying for them right let's go for you have not come to the mountain listen to me it's, this is a new testament so so it's it's not talking to those those people there now he's saying talking to you now who came through pentecost the fire of god is poured out the spirit of god is poured out to all flesh not just to moses but the all right not to let's go again let's let's try to see if it works out let's go for you have not come to the mountain that may be touched go good you're doing well like like a remedial class but it's fine in brackets for they could not endure what was commanded and if so much as a beast touches the mountain it shall be stoned or shot with an arrow you even let's let, let me say this by now you should know you know you know another difference is because they had moses but after the real lamb is sacrificed and you got jesus okay let's go again for they could not endure what was commanded and if so much as a beast touches the mountain it shall be stoned or shot with an arrow you remember last week i told you that there was a total separation between god and man and that man could not enter into the presence of god if you came close by you would have been under threat you you couldn't we didn't the, the relationship was was severed you couldn't so he calls moses and he doesn't he calls moses one man because god in that in the old testament could only could only work with there was no spirit being poured out but you remember last week i told you with that when jesus went and you have a high priest and that separation is no longer for you can enter boldly into the throne room of god those that that trembling and the terror is is like 
We can't come into God's presence. But let's, let's see out again. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am, Moses is saying, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels. You remember I told you last week that when you worship, angels worship with you. You've come to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. To God, the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if he did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. That means that when he speaks to you, now there's a connection. You don't have to run from him. There's a decoder system on the inside of us, which is the Holy Spirit. And that, 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 oh God. So now you have been poured out the Holy Spirit. And when he speaks, it doesn't sound. Jethro, with fear and trembling. There's, there's a still small voice. Oh, it's still loud in heaven. But there's a decoder out through the Holy Spirit and that Holy Spirit becomes what was intended by the law as a guidance system for these people that came out of slavery they couldn't they didn't know how to live life but now through the upper room experience to you as a Christian you also were at that point came out from under the mastery of of, or a taskmaster of sin. Taskmaster of sin. That was your only instructor. But Jesus said when I go. I will send you the counselor. He will teach you all things. He will teach you all things. He will teach you how to live life. So what was given on the tablet form. He put it on the tablet of your heart. And so now, on this Pentecost, that, that 50th day, there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. For what? God's GPS. God's governance, His global positioning system to tell you how to, to transition, how to move through life. So the Holy Spirit is your, your helper. If we had to go into Greek now, it's your parakletos. Paraklete means to, to enable you, to assist you, to give you direction, to be your guidance system. So and again, go back. When God met them on the anniversary of this time, this old time, when God met them on that 49th or, or that, that seventh week after when he calls Moses, he's given Moses a guidance system. 
But on Pentecost, he pours out his spirit and he doesn't give it in tablet form, but he pours it upon all flesh. And so if you receive that, the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm closing with, with, with what I want to close with. Everybody stand. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 12, 30 to 31. Do all have gifts of healings? What would the answer be? Do all? I don't know. Not all. Not all have gifts of healing. Do all speak with tongues in the church? Do as everybody's no, not everybody. Oh, by the way, in this week I had so many people who were phoning me with excitement as their pastor, and I could understand the excitement, Leanne, when they it's good to see you, Leanne. And they said, I started to speak in tongues. Pastor, oh, the experience. And uh, I was like waiting for those calls. Young people, older people, older people. It's like they got the vaccination. They were so excited. Uh, do all speak in tongues. Do all interpret. But Paul says, but earnestly desire the best gifts and yet I show you a more excellent way and so I tell you what if you have been stirred up in this, this program of teaching and you want to God will give God told me to tell you that he's more desirous to give than you are desirous to receive God told me to tell you announce to you that he's more desirous to give it to you than you are desirous to receive your bed when you wake up in the morning you must just try now if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit what's going to happen maybe you didn't speak in tongues but if you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you're still in waiting you can be pregnant and yet not birth let me say that again. You can be pregnant and yet not birth. So, so the bump is growing in you. Don't stress it. Don't stress it. It's, it's, it's there. But you have a new desire to magnify God and worship God. You want to, you want to, each week becomes a camp. Let's, let's, I can't wait to go into church. I can't wait for them to sing. And so you have this new desire to worship God. That's, that's a manifestation that the Holy Spirit is on you. You may, not be, you may not be healing people yet. You may not be speaking in tongues yet. But if you got that bubble in the middle, like a, like a level, you know a spirit level? It's always got a bubble in the center. That's how the spirit works. So let me tell you something. The spirit, that's why they call it a spirit level. Am I right, Stanley? You're, you're an artisan. The spirit level. And when you have the Holy Spirit, it's, when you're going off, it tells you you're crooked. When you center, put it in the center, it's, it, it's between those two lines. That's why they call it a spirit level. 
the spirit will tell you you off you need not ask the pastor need not tell you nobody need to tell you you off when you got the spirit the the the, the bubble in the center dictates whether you are straight or crooked and that's why some people who are running crooked but still got the spirit they want to come to to the pastor and ask him they know it's they shouldn't be doing it because the the, the bubble is not in the center but they still want to come and and ask so that you can give them a crooked answer and when you give them a crooked answer they 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 kind of like it but they still know when they look at the 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 level the spirit level they say it's not central Are you with me? When you have the Holy Spirit, he will wrestle with you when the when the bubble is not in the center. You will not have peace about it. That's the Holy Ghost talking to you. You say I'm not sure why I'm 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 wrestling with this thing that I people ask you to to go somewhere with them. And then the Holy Spirit is not in the center. It's you you can't even find the bubble when you got that spirit level if it's totally off the, the you don't even see the bubble and then slowly when it starts to adjust oh i'm just like and thank you god for this i didn't even think about the spirit level but and so you have a desire to magnify god and worship him and then there's a powerful disposition to obey god in everyday life when you have the holy spirit uh there'll be a a thing on the inside of you that will push you towards right living now we used to do that in school study a subject called right living they should teach us how to live right but the jesus said and the holy spirit will come and do the course for you and he'll teach you all things how to live right